following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. And coming to you live on tape with a snap for Tuesday, May 9, 2023. The Broken Helmet is back after taking a couple of day break there. An extended weekend, if you will. Beautiful up here in New Jersey. Not so sure everywhere else, but goddamn, it was nice to get 70, close to 80 degree days over your weekend. We got nothing left to do. Kick back. Hang out, do whatever you want to do. Hang out with the kids. Go get some day drinking in. Whatever floats your boat. We had some NBA, NHL to help fuel the weekend. They continued on last night. NHL, I think, is cooking a lot better than the NBA right now. NBA, you saw two of those series go to 3-1 last night. That being the Heat and Lakers which you kind of thought for the Heat and probably the desired outcome for whatever New York is, they're still short a player. And Julius Randle, you have these players every, let's say, decade, every generation of players that come through, you get these guys that throw up like monster numbers in a phenomenal playoffs. And if you go on uh, ESPN.com and visit our friend Stephen A. Smith, he was screaming at you about it yesterday. And I think he was actually screaming at those two guys um, about Randall being shitty and then Buckets being uh, a stud. So anyway, it, go, obviously, if you're into Stephen A. Smith clips. I should have fired one up because I do love ripping on him, but not today. So anyway, uh, and then the so Miami Heat go 3-1. They're going to move on. And then the Lakers moved to 3-1, which was disappointing. Because I definitely wanted to see Golden State come out of that. And I, whatever you think, it, watching those two teams play, it is hard to believe that the Golden State Warriors are going to win three straight with the way they're playing right now. And the Lakers, whatever, all the power to them. They figured it out. They pulled it off. They got what they needed to get into the Western Conference Finals. Barring, obviously, some crazy shit happening in that series. I I don't know. Some people, obviously, out in California, they're going to dig it. LeBron James diehards are going to dig it. For the rest of us, you know, you can just hope and pray that whoever comes out of the Nuggets Sun series can just boot James and get him the hell out of here. Although, you know... We're, we're looking at a rematch, possibly, with the Lakers and the Heat in the finals. In which case, that might be nice, because I'd love to see Buckets be able to get the uh, crown in that and knock off James in the process. And the Heat knocking off James, right? A little bit of history there, so that would be nice. So anyway, that was what the uh, fueled the weekend. And then the NHL, obviously, uh, yeah, Devils were on the brink of disaster. They came back, got one. And so they go again tonight, uh, Tuesday night. Edmonton uh, fell to Vegas after splitting the series 
in Las Vegas, so they lose at home in Game 3. Knights are now up 2-1. A lot of good stuff happening. But anyway, back to football. And when we left off on Friday, I was talking about... last thing I was talking about was... Jesus H. That's not what I wanted. I wanted to uh, fire up the... TV to play this, but when, let me rewind there. That was a fucking absolute disaster, not the way to do a, a podcast or a show of any regard. Um, we were talking about the government, because the government was going to hop in and investigate the NHL offices for sexual harassment, and I, anything that you can think of. You know, workplace discrimination, I think sexual harassment, whatever it was. It was just, let's go attack the NFL, put ourselves on TV, and we'll bring up all the things that exist in every other industry that we we know existed. We'll just make a point of putting the NFL under the microscope. And I said, this is just the worst. Because when government gets gets involved, everything goes downhill. Because everything related to government sucks. You either get people just simply up there pontificating, those usually the senators, etc., or you get somebody on the other end that's getting grilled in these Senate, Senate testimonies that knows more than the person on the other end or is just also an equal scumbag or idiot that they just offer nothing on the flip end, right? The way all these things going. You do a Senate Judiciary Committee or something about, let's say, banking, and you throw up Jamie Dimon there against, you know, insert idiot here. And I've I've seen them all, right? So on both ends. I, one of the funniest, seeing Maxine Waters up there, uh, her questions, specifically with tech, when, when she gets up there and starts talking about, like, Facebook, you know, if it's Eisenberg up there. Uh, Eisenberg? Uh, what the hell the guy's name? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, the guy that owns Facebook. I probably shouldn't know. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Uh, <laughs> Mark Eisenberg. Mark Eisenberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Eisenberg was the guy that I work with down at 790. I mean, <laughs> what up, Mark? So, uh, but anyway, they, they just never know anything. So you either get somebody like Jamie Dimon getting grilled by, you know, an idiot, or you just get somebody getting grilled that, just shouldn't be there and can offer nothing in return. And I think we get that in the example that I'm going to. And this came out end of last week. And this is Kennedy, who I think is from Louisiana. And the, I don't know what his title is, director or chief something. But he is of the like renewable energy or the energy for the White House. And this got thrown up all over the place. But I was like, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I don't want these assholes in the NFL's business. Because this is exactly what it is. Now, this was funny to me just because it's an example. In this case, I think the senator who's Kennedy. I don't know if he has any relation. I don't think so to the Kennedy family or whatever. But this guy was on the mark, right? But if you ever go back and you watch his you know, previous... Uh, I don't know what it cross examinations or whatever you want to call it is questioning of said person. He always does the same thing. <laughs> so it's he either gets them and it and it sounds great, or he doesn't get them and it's like, oh, we're doing this again. In this case, he got them and it was good. And so I, I just had to play because it's just a perfect example of the idiots that are in government on both ends, and why I don't want the NFL to be subject to this. 
So here he is. One moment. He brings this guy uh, up. G- give me. Um, and they're going to be talking about renewable uh, energy for anybody that hasn't estimate, heard it. Just an estimate I know uh, of of uh, uh, how soon you think the United States of America will be carbon neutral. Carbon so, neutrality. Uh, I think, according to the climate scientists David around Turk. the world, and certainly the cutting-edge scientists that we need to rely on here in the U.S., we've so got for, to get carbon. So, first of all, he he asks him a question, and he doesn't answer it. He defers to basically experts everywhere else, internet research that you and I could do. The two of us could do this, and this is what he's quotes: "This is government employee, White House affiliated guy here." Carbon neutral by 2050 and i'm very comfortable with that target and i think that's the approach. why are you comfortable it's not your target which is only 27 years that it's is not somebody a long else's time target away. And, and yeah, how much not that a long way away so the cost that i focus on even more Whoa. is all the costs no, that the are going to happen cost. if we don't how get much our act to get all right carbon. let's just pause it there the cost that i focus on what is the cost that you focus on the cost is one thing the cost that's what it is you go to a store, you go to buy something, what's the cost? It's what's on the tag. You go to buy a car, what's the cost? Well, what does it say on the sticker? That's the cost. It's pretty simple. It's not the cost that you focus on. How many costs are there? There are 12 costs. I don't want to talk about that cost. I want to talk about this cost. No, the cost. The cost. To get from A to B, what does it cost? It's going to cost trillions of dollars, and it'll cost tens of trillions of dollars if we don't get our access. It's a lot of money. Trillions Trillions and tens of trillions. I don't have the estimate or the numbers in front of me. I've seen a variety of different estimates, but it's... Okay, so, (laughs) again, not even referring to estimates that he's come up with, just referring to everybody else's estimates. This is the insanity. This is the insanity of government. That you are in the position where if you're trying to drive or you have a big hand in this move toward carbon neutrality, right? That's what we're talking about. That you don't have any of this information. Not only do you not know it, you don't have any of it here in the state hearing. Large amount. Fundamentally transforming our energy economy is a big deal. Tell me the estimates that you've seen. I don't have those numbers right on hand. So, Why so would you not have those estimates? That we become this carbon like, neutral, but you don't know how much it's going to cost. So there's an awful lot of estimates out there. It depends yeah, on you're, technology you're the, improvement you're the and other secretary. kinds of things. You're the expert. Yeah. I know, I know with how much certain, it's going to cost. I know with the certainty of all the experts I've spoken about, it's cheaper to get spoken our act about. together. Spoken than it about. Is to- Not spoken to or spoken with. Spoken about. Just constantly referencing general internet research here. So okay. Not get our act together on climate okay. change. Then tell me the cost versus Orders the cost. That Again, we, cost. We don't do it. I think it's orders of magnitude different. If we don't act together, it's you don't you don't have a cost. You want us to get there, but you can't tell the American taxpayer how much it's going to cost. Come on, is that your testimony? It's going to save us money, and there's a lot of jobs. Well, how do we know? You don't know how much it's going to cost. I'd be happy to pull up the latest numbers that I've seen. How about fifty trillion dollars? Is that right? It's, it's going to cost trillions of dollars. There's no here. doubt about it. Okay, if we spend it's trillions crazy. of dollars, you listen to this, and, achieve, and you're like, I'm getting no some of information out of this. There's no answers, and it disappoints me that you're not willing. And this to is give about green energy, I, I, right? I, I, Which I, I is hope you're not telling like me agenda no item one or two currently. But 
but uh, and, if it costs, and this is what we're getting. Some of your colleagues have tested out of the director involved with this. By 2050. And I'm I guess kudos to the Kennedy guy. By the way, how much is that going to lower world temperatures? Or how much is that going to reduce the increase in world temperature? Okay, so, so every country around the world needs to get its act together. Our emissions are about 13% of global emissions. Yeah, but if right you could now. answer my question, if we spend $50 trillion. Pretty clear cut. Okay, we spend the money. carbon neutral in the United States of America okay. by 2050. So we're carbon You're neutral. The we spent the money. Of energy. Give me your estimate of how much that is going to reduce world temperatures. So, so first of all, it's a net cost. Um, it's what uh, benefits we're having from getting our act together and reducing all of those climate benefits. We're seeing. Let me ask again. Maybe I'm being. Right now. Maybe I'm not being clear. If we spent fifty trillion dollars <laughs> no, to become carbon neutral by two thousand and fifteen, we're carbon neutral. We spend America, a lot of money doing it. How much What's the global that temperature at the end? World temperatures. This is a global problem. So we need to reduce our emissions whoa, and we need to do everything whoa, 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 we can. How much do our part? Is it going to reduce so world temperatures? So we're we're 13% of global emissions. You don't know, right do you? You don't know, do you? <laughs> you can do the math. We need to You don't know, do you? Mr. You can Secretary. do the math. So we're 13% of if global emissions. If you know, why don't you <laughs> tell me? If we went to zero, that would he be 13%. He just plows over. You don't he know, doesn't do have you? the answer. You just want us to spend 50 trillion dollars. And you don't have the slightest idea whether it's going to reduce world temperatures. Now, I'm all for carbon neutrality. But you're right, the now, secretary now, we're going, now we're going off, uh, off, off the rails here. But as you can see, who wants that up in the NFL's business? Who wants any of that? Now, granted, the NFL would be in the seat that the director of renewable energy or whoever that guy's name was would be in that seat. And the Kennedy guy would be asking. But... It, it's just thematic throughout all of government. I don't want any of this. I don't want any of this. There's nothing good that can come out of this. The, nothing that the within the NFL that is bad, that is evil, is going to be brought to light or addressed, you know, effectively through a government Senate hearing. Not a shot in hell. It's just going to be sound bites, and everybody's going to point the finger. And I mean, it's a it's a lose for the NFL, and it's a lose it's a loss for NFL fans because the only thing that's going to happen is people are going to you know use those sound bites and point the finger at all this, and the NFL is going to sit there, their tail's going to go between their legs, and they're going to be like, uh, how do we how do we how do we fix this? What, what do we come up with so that we can just Get all this bad PR away from us. We got to get rid of the sound bites. What do we do? What do we do? And it's going to be, you know, HR Initiative A, HR Initiative B, HR Initiative C. It's just endless. All for what? All for what? Because the government decided to put you in the crosshairs. Why? You're the biggest sports league and you would generate the most eyeballs. And so away we go. So anyway, that is why I do not want the NFL anywhere close to any kind of government hearing, especially about workplace environment and, you know, unethical, uh, unethical behaviors within said environment. No, thanks. Just stay away. Um, The only other thing that I really, I mean, there's really nothing else going on in the NFL, but there was a funny story that happened over the weekend 
And this is going to go toward basically internet journalism in 2023, if it is even journalism. Now, this individual is not a journalist, but the point is anybody can be a goddamn journalist. If I knew somebody within the NFL and I came on this rinky-dink podcast that nobody listens to, and you should, it's a good fucking podcast, um, I could break a story and then maybe make a name for myself if, if somebody happened to pick it up and then quote it and then they spread it and then somebody else heard it and was like, oh, what is this? I gotta listen to it. Oh, you know. Catches fire, goes viral. You know, modern viral fame in 2023. So, there is a podcast. If you're into, if you're, if you by chance ever listen to this podcast, there's probably a good chance you listen to other gambling podcasts or podcasts about the NFL or uh, whatever, wagering podcast. One of them that is pretty popular in the NFL world would be the Action Network. Chad Millman, who I think is like the director of the Action Network, and he does a gambling show on the NFL. There are several good ones. Uh, this is one that I, I've been listening to for quite a while. Uh, you know, probably five years now. I don't, I don't even know. It was before COVID. So, but he was doing a show, and he originally did it with. Uh, Gooch, Gooch Roulette. I don't know. There was somebody that was a, a Vegas guy he used to do it with. And the Vegas guy left to do something else, and he needed to fill it in. And there was somebody that came through the internet that claimed that they were a expert in the NFL and said they were a professional gambler in the NFL. And so he brought him on. And originally, the person was not of name. They would just bring them on. He would, Millman would just bring them on. And I think at the time they just referred to him as Simon. And he would go up there. And that really got, like irked other gambling connoisseurs or uh, experts in the field because people started listening to it and they were like, who the fuck is this guy? So if you also happen to follow the PFF forecast, I forgot that guy. Is his name George? I don't know. Whoever is... There were two guys that used to do it. The one guy left. I think the guy Eager left. And I think the guy George is still there. But whoever the characters are. But the PFF forecast, which is PFF's gambling forecast, hates Simon Hunter. Fucking despises him. You know? If, if fucking Simon Hunter was anybody in PFF's world, it was the guy that ended up sleeping with uh, the PFF's wife. That's what it was. PFF came home one one home one day, and you know Simon Hunter was just all up in there, and so that that's who Mister Hunter is to PFF. And if you ever listen, I, I they stopped doing it after a while, but for a while they used to shit on Simon Hunter. They just fucking hated him. So anyway, uh, Simon Hunter is this guy. So then I guess year two, year three, they decide, oh yeah, okay, I'll, I'll make my name known, and it was Simon Hunter. And so now Simon Hunter and Chad Millman do the favorites still. And I guess it's caught on, um, you know, it's caught on pretty good uh, out there in the podcast sphere. And uh, this past weekend, Simon broke a little news. So according to Mr. Hunter, the Atlanta Falcons uh, were in the process of trading for a quarterback. 
One was Ryan Tannehill from Tennessee, and the other one was <laughs> Kyler Murray from Arizona. The only problem about this is that nobody, nobody, and I mean nobody else has this story. So, Kyler Murray for sure was in the news. All because one podcast came out and publicized this story. The story, as he said, was they Atlanta was locked in with Tannehill for a trade, but they couldn't work out the money. And so it didn't work out. And then also, side note, Atlanta also talked to Arizona and they were working on something there. So this goes all over the place. And you look around and you go, holy shit, it's getting reported on by a shit ton of people. But you know who's not getting reported by? ESPN, CBS, NBC. You see it everywhere except for mainstream media. Now, now the question becomes, okay, is it really a story? Is it not a story? Who gives a shit? I'm not sure anybody does because it didn't happen. I'm sure Kyler Murray will give a shit. Although I think everybody understands that relationship has got to be on thin ice. The Cardinals just have to figure out if they can get any kind of value out of this, whether it be with Murray as their quarterback or trading him. But who's going to trade for him now, right? Which is, again, why I I just... The story to me, to be honest, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Number one, because it's not covered by anybody. And number two... It doesn't make a lot of sense from Atlanta's standpoint for me. Because everything that they're doing, and they got a shit ton of picks next year too. If you look at their draft picks, they've got a ton. So I don't know why they would go in and go after Kyler Murray, who is a completely unproven commodity and is injured. So if you're the Falcons and you jump in there and you try to grab Kyler Murray, you're not going to get him this year, right? Because he blew his knee out. So you're going to not get him next year. You're going to look to 2024 and hope that he comes back to what he was previously. If you like that kind of quarterback. And Smith, I, you know, I don't really think he's a good fit for that system. Do you? And they've got all this young talent in skill position play, right? They, they drafted Robinson. They already have London, Pitts. All these guys are going to want money. And you're going to bring in Murray as well. From the Cardinals' side, I think he, he would have chalked up a shit ton of dead money as well. I don't think that the Cardinals would have wanted to take that on when if you look at their draft next year, 2024, this is everything that the Cardinals have now. Two first-rounders, their own plus the Texans, a second-rounder, three third-rounders, theirs plus the Texans and the Titans, 
a fourth rounder, a projected compensatory fourth rounder, two fifth rounders, their own in the Eagles, and then a seventh rounder. So if you're the Cardinals, would you really deal Murray here when he's hurt, probably not getting a lot in return? Or would you just wait it out and then take the dead hit right to your cap? Or would you rather him come back, see if it's something that you could work with, especially since you have all these first-round picks, and if it doesn't work out, then maybe you could flip him. Right? I'm trying to think of this off the top of my head. you got a monster draft next year. You bring Murray back. You ride out next year's draft with all these picks. You see if there's a possible quarterback or, or not. And then you can move on after that. Because if Murray comes back and plays okay at the back end of this year, you probably get more for him than you would right now anyway. Plus the dead cap money, etc. There just doesn't seem to be a lot of logic if I were the Cardinals to trading him, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of logic if I'm the Falcons in bringing him in. But Simon Hunter said it on the show, and sure enough, it spread around with the exception of mainstream media like wildfire. And unfortunately, whether or not that story is true, it's out there. And I'm sure Kyler Murray's going to be pissed. Because I don't... Everybody's going to say, well, he got it from somewhere. And that's the worst part about the internet era. Is that he got it from somewhere. Maybe. Maybe he didn't. Now, I don't think Simon Hunter would have just made something up. But, again, it's kind of like the Reddit story about Levis going number one. I know a guy who knows a guy. Do you? Do you? You know a guy who knows a guy? I know a guy who knows a guy, too. Says that I am going to be the commissioner of NFL. They love me. They know exactly who I am. They listen to the podcast. They think I'm a fucking stud, and they're going to put me in charge of all of it. I heard it from a guy. So, to me, this is a whole much ado about nothing. But in today's day and and age, you, you need an outlet. I guess you need a little bit of a name. And then you need unknown source. Insert unknown source here. And then away you go with whatever story you can come up with. And uh, it can generate a little bit of buzz. So that was the only big thing out of the weekend was the Simon Hunter story. I didn't really even make it entertaining or do it justice. But it was, uh, you know, it was the only thing that was really out there. We had talked about a lot of the other stuff previously. So, uh, again, hoping uh, that we get something here in the, in the near term. Oh, yeah, there was the Colts thing about Andrew Luck, if any of you care about that. Uh, the Colts are, are asking the NFL to interview investigate whether or not the Washington football team tried to talk to Andrew Luck and bring him out of retirement, which would be tampering because, as they said, he's our property and get the fuck away from him. He's uh, retired, but if you're trying to get him out of retirement, uh, you got to come talk to us first. So This Thursday will be the NFL. Whoa, did my voice just crack? That was fucking terrible. 
This Thursday, NFL will release the 2023 schedule. So we've got that in a couple of nights. So Thursday will be a biggie. Uh, I'm actually not going to get to that. Well, maybe I'll get to it on Friday morning. I had my work party on Thursday. So, um, but those are really uh, the only things on deck. So we got a Thursday. Up until then, we're going to fill it in with a whole bunch of entertaining nonsense uh, or not that entertaining. Either one. Anyway, we're out. Uh, Enjoy your Mondays, Tuesdays. uh, Today's Tuesday. We missed Monday. So enjoy your Tuesdays. Treasure wears. I'm out. Anyway, peace.